Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. Hey guys, welcome back. Did you miss me? You might have noticed that we missed last week's episode and I have a very good excuse. Matt, my husband, you guys know as at Matt on TikTok, has actually come down with what we suspect to be COVID, but we have to wait on test results still. It has been nine days since he got tested. His symptoms have all gone away by now, so it really doesn't matter and we've still been treating it as if it's a positive but my last week was spent taking care of my extremely sick husband. So unfortunately, I don't have a super fun excuse like going on vacation for missing last week's episode, but trust me, I was being kept busy by, (laughs) if you guys have ever had a sick husband, you know. So I was doing all the cooking, doing all the taking care of-ness. Is that even a word? Anyway, my life the last week has basically revolved around making sure Matt doesn't develop respiratory symptoms and die, which would be extremely unfortunate. So that was my fun week. I hope you guys had a better week than I did. I missed getting to make an episode though, so I'm super excited to be back and recording in my little home recording studio again and having just a little bit of time to stop by here and tell you guys about some new stuff going on on TikTok. Now, I've had several of you guys reach out to me for the waitlist for TikTok Accelerator. You guys can shoot me an email to get onto that waitlist. I'll put my email down in the show notes for you. And I know a lot of you guys have been following my Facebook posts about my new hashtag resource. So my hashtag resource is going to be launching this week. Keep your eyes peeled on your email because I'll be sending out a pre-launch sale for my hashtag index. So I'm excited for you guys to check that out. Now, I wanted to share with you guys a few little tips that have been floating around in TikTok land before we dive into today's topic. Today, we're going to be discussing the new monetization program that TikTok recently launched for its creators to help during this crazy time. So you might have seen this announced on some tech websites, and we're going to dive in and talk about what I know about this new TikTok creator fund. But before that, I wanted to go ahead and share with you guys a few things that I've been hearing. So the first one is that posts seem to perform better when they have something tagged. So if you guys have the feature to tag something in Yelp or something in TripAdvisor or something on Wikipedia, you could go ahead and try one of those out and let me know if you think that it contributes to your post performance. I've heard this. I have not experimented with it yet, but I'm curious to hear what you guys think. On the flip side of that, I've had a 
lot of people say, has the algorithm changed? And coming from like a marketing social media perspective, that like kind of makes me laugh inside of my brain a little bit because the algorithm is constantly changing. Um, It's not like someone goes and uploads a new algorithm and then they push a button and it's all of a sudden the algorithms change. It doesn't work like that. Typically, social media algorithms evolve. So yes, the algorithm has changed. It's constantly changing and we're constantly having to adjust to it. So something that worked for you a year ago or six months ago or four weeks ago might not work for you now. That's why it's so important when we do find something that's working for us to go ahead and use it until it doesn't work anymore and consistently evolve and pay attention to what's happening on the app. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but education content is being pushed heavily. I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast before, but if you ever see someone with the hashtag that says TikTok partner, that means that that individual or that account or that brand is being paid to share that content. TikTok is going to educational creators on YouTube and Instagram and asking them to come over to TikTok and create educational content on the app. And this is going to tie a little bit into the creator fund that we're going to be talking about later. But a lot of people have asked, you know, are these education videos being pushed for a reason? And the answer is yes. I got a sneak peek at what is going to be somewhat of a educational platform within TikTok. So if you guys have anything within your brand where you can lean into the education side of things, I mean, if you've done a free consult call with me or you're one of my coaching clients, you know that I'm all about integrating education into your brand. So even if you aren't an educational influencer, you can be. So exploring those areas of your brand is super important. The other thing that has been floating around with theory to post performance and account performance is having multiple accounts logged in on the same device. And I recently logged out my other accounts from my device to see if there's any truth to this. So I would be curious to hear your thoughts as well. A lot of people have been saying that if you have multiple accounts logged into one device, I think you can have up to three at this point, that TikTok sees you as a business, so isn't going to promote your content as well. And while there totally could be some valid truth to this, in my brain, this is my theory, okay? So you guys can hear me out. So a lot of times people say like, oh, well, you know, multiple devices or multiple accounts, your content's not going to perform as well. That's what's being said. In my brain, here's the thing. It is hard to create content from multiple accounts. On Instagram, I can barely handle two accounts, much less I'm trying to start a third one for the podcast. It's not going so well. I I have zero posts up exactly. Um, On TikTok, I have probably five or six accounts between brand accounts I've helped with, my own personal accounts. I have tried to get an account up for this podcast for like three months and I just cannot put the time into it that I need to. And that is a balance that we all have to learn. You know, it's part of it's having a team. That's also part of the reason I last week realized, you know, I really do need to get a podcast editor and a video editor because I'm spending so much time editing, but it's all about that time balance. So when you have a main account that you're putting your effort into, and I'm assuming your main account would be your biggest account, then you're not able to put as much effort into the smaller accounts. Like no matter what you say, 
unless you have a full team behind you and you're like Gary Vee or something, then sure. But most of us, I'm assuming, are solopreneurs or have very small teams we're working with. So if you're sitting here saying, you know, well, my other accounts just aren't performing as well. Well, my my theory is that you're probably not putting the same effort into those accounts that you're putting into your main account. So correct me if I'm wrong. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I don't discount that there could be some truth to the theory that having multiple accounts logged in is a bad thing for your account, but it's also a bad thing because it's hard to put effort fully into three accounts or five accounts or some people create like a different account for every single thing they're interested in. I'm more of the thought process that you are your brand, especially if you're an influencer listening to this. It's a little bit different for content creators or brands or small businesses on here because it's more you know, defined as to what your niche is. I think for influencers, it's really overwhelming and we're like, what's my niche? Who am I? But my husband has to constantly remind me like, you are your niche. Your audience is going to love whatever you do because they love you. So there's kind of, that's kind of like a double-sided, that's two sides of the coin. I don't know. A double-ended sword? Is that a double-edged sword? I don't know what acronym or that's not even an acronym. I'm tired. I don't know what metaphor I'm looking for, but you guys know what I'm saying, right? Right? As always, make sure you guys are part of our TikTok squad on Facebook. You can go to tiktok-squad.com. That's TikTok, like the app, dash squad.com. This is where we build each other up, encourage each other, brainstorm ideas, ask questions, and most importantly, create a sense of community within the app off of TikTok. Because I think sometimes it's so easy to get wrapped up in the content that you don't really feel like you get to know anyone. So I love our Facebook group because we really do get to know each other and support each other and cheer each other on. If you're enjoying this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and put it up on your Instagram story and tag me at Victoria Jameson and let me know where you're tuning in from. I'm always super curious. Okay, so let's dive into today's episode. Real quick, let's hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll get into it. This episode is sponsored by the TikTok Accelerator course. This is my five-week signature course that is jam-packed full of value for you to hit your first 1,000 to 10,000 followers on TikTok. Our first beta test had amazing results. Some of my clients even had their first viral videos, which was so exciting to see. This course is specifically geared towards people who are getting started on TikTok because once you figure out your niche and your message and your ideal audience, you're going to be able to lean into that and really grow your influence across all platforms. Some of the main topics I cover are finding your niche and your brand on TikTok, understanding your analytics, how to write engaging captions, what hashtags you should be using and why, how to create 25 content ideas in five minutes or less, easy editing techniques, and best practices for going live so that you can make money. I also have some awesome bonuses I'm throwing in just for my podcast listeners. So you'll be getting access to my 10 minutes to success, how to grow your account in 10 minutes a day technique, as well as my for you page mastery course, viral idea generator, TikTok for introverts, weekly group coaching calls, as well as access to one of my brand new products, the TikTok hashtag generator. There are super limited spots in this beta test because this is our second round and I want to make sure we're keeping this a really tight knit group. The coaching calls are really my favorite part because I get to connect with every single one of you and help you reach your goals. There will also be replays of every coaching call available, so don't feel like you have to be a full-time influencer to be in on this course. Whether you're brand new on TikTok or have been using it for years, you'll be able to get something out of this. If you're ready to grab your spot, go ahead and shoot me an email so you can get on the wait list. The next round launches August 10th, so I hope to see you there. Visit TikTokAccelerator.com to learn more.
All right, today we're going to be talking about a brand new announcement that TikTok recently made about the TikTok Creator Fund. So for years now, I would say for at least two years, creators have been clamoring for more monetization opportunities. I would say two years ago, having a brand deal on TikTok was pretty unheard of. In the last six months, brand deals on TikTok have become me and my husband's full-time income. And then before that, it was live streaming on TikTok. So things on TikTok are constantly evolving, you guys. But right now, the biggest push, I think, is for monetization opportunities like YouTube. So if you guys are new to the social media world, you might not know how monetization on YouTube works. So it's much it's well not much like I was gonna say much like but it's formatted similar to TikTok so you can make money on YouTube through partnerships through affiliate linking through endorsements all that jazz if you guys would like to listen to my how to monetize your TikTok following episode it was in the first 10 episodes you guys can scroll back and check that one out I'll put a link in the show notes but the other way on YouTube that you can get monetization is through AdSense so Google is an owner of YouTube is that the right word Google YouTube's part of Google. I don't know how to phrase this, but through um, my brain, you guys, through YouTube, you make money through AdSense. So ads are played on your videos if you are eligible for monetization, which I think is a thousand subscribers, uh, 400,000 hours of watch time. Am I making this up, you guys? I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to look this up. I'm not a YouTube guru, okay? So it, there's, there's requirements. Google it. It has, there's requirements. So in there, you have to meet those requirements for eligible to have ads on your videos. And then once you are eligible, you can either have in video ads or you can have videos or ads before or after your videos. Man, you guys, I can't talk today. Basically, within your platform, you're able to monetize because of advertisements. And be the way that works is brands pay for advertising and they use the magical voodoo of YouTube and Google to figure out what your audience would like to see the most. And then they place ads that would speak to your audience based on their views and likes and watches and data, if we want to get into data. Based on their data, it it chooses the right ads for them and then brands pay for the advertisement based on that. So kind of like targeting on Facebook ads, it's the same concept. Basically, it uses your data to figure out what people are going to respond to the best and then places those advertisers in front of you within videos that you're watching. So there's different, you know, ways you do that. Some of them are in video, some of them before, some of them are after, some of them are like pop-ups, some of them are like banners. There's just, there's a lot, okay? But the thing is, it's possible to make money from ads on YouTube without manually creating the advertisements like you do for a brand deal. So, I promise we're going to talk about TikTok, but right now we're talking about YouTube because YouTube kind of set the bar for that. If you think, you know, what, in 2007, 2008, people were not making money on YouTube the same way they are now, just off of purely views. The monetization came later in the process, and that's what we're kind of seeing a push for with TikTok. So with TikTok right now, the main way to monetize is through brand deals, sponsorships, affiliate linking, etc. but there is no option for monetization for views. In the last few years, we've seen monetization for views come on Facebook, which it's hard to get on Facebook. 
Facebook, you have to have 10,000 page likes and a certain amount of hours, whatever. And now on Instagram, Instagram has said that they're going to start launching monetization for select users through IGTV. So we're seeing this push towards pay-per-view, basically. So the way it works is the advertisement company right now, you know, obviously Facebook and Instagram is using Google. I think they're using pixels. I don't know. Honestly, don't um, question me on this because I'm not entirely well-versed in this. I just know the theory of how it works. So that's why I'm explaining it to you. I don't know the exact ins and outs. I'm not an ad expert. I hardly know how to run Facebook ads myself. So basically, it's based off of the advertisements on Facebook. I think you can run Google ads on Facebook. Who knows? Um, So you make money off of that. Cliff Notes. That's how it works. So that's what people want to happen on TikTok. And the reason this creator fund is a big deal is because it seems like this is kind of a test version of how it could work. Now, obviously, I think that at some point there will be some kind of criteria that you have to meet to be eligible to get monetization from your views. But like when you look at the numbers on YouTube and TikTok, like you can be a relatively small creator and get hundreds of thousands of views per video. And then on YouTube, you know, I'm over here struggling to get to, you know, 10K, even though I have been growing a lot faster because of TikTok, it just takes more time. And on YouTube, I feel like because it's longer form content, the competition is a lot higher for views right now. So it's hard to rack up those views, honestly. Like my YouTube channel only has half a million views on it. And I got half a million views on TikTok like yesterday. So it's just interesting to see how the Uh, volume of content and the volume it's consumed at. I think because TikTok is a short form platform, a lot more content can be consumed a lot faster. So with TikTok, people are wanting to be paid for their views, which I totally understand. I've had brands reach out to me, you guys, and totally undervalue content because all they care about is views and they don't care that the content is actually being created. So there has to obviously be a balance. And I think if creators were getting monetization for their views, that brands would be easier to work with as well, or people would be more willing to work with brands. Like if I knew that I was getting paid for views on my video and a brand with a really cool innovative product that I'd love to try out reached out to me and sent it to me for free to try out, I would be a lot more likely to feature that product for free, knowing that if that video went viral, I would make money off of it. Does that make sense? Does anyone else feel that way? Because right now when I have brands reach out to me and they're like, hey, we'll pay you $15 to make a video. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not I'm not doing that. Like that's going to take me more than 15 minutes or more than $15 worth of my time to create. Um, much less get paid for my time and my views. And uh, it's just, it's a whole thing right now. It's a, it's a battle. So all of that to say that I think this creator fund is a setup for potentially having monetization for views for creators. So here's the 411 on the creator fund. A lot of people have been super curious about this. Basically, TikTok announced that they are creating a $200 million fund to start supporting ambitious creators who are seeking opportunities to foster a livelihood through innovative content. So the fund's going to be distributing over the next year and is also expected to grow. So that's a good sign. Um, They're also doing monetary opportunities like the Creative Learning Fund, which is for emerging teachers on the platform. 
platform. Um, it says it's already benefit, benefited over a thousand U.S. creators that have been affected by the global pandemic, which is really cool. Um, TikTok live streaming, it seems like I've said before that they're trying to put more of an emphasis on live streaming. Side note, I've heard people say that their videos perform better while they're live. So just going to throw that out there with a grain of salt. Um, It seems like live streaming does improve the performance of your content. Um, And of course, the TikTok creator marketplace, which I've done an episode on. And as TikTok has had this push for advertisement on their platform, which goes hand in hand with the opportunity to pay creators for their views, it seems like the creator marketplace has gotten a big influx of brand deals coming through. But I will say out of the last probably 10 creator marketplace requests, they're all just wanting to send me free products. And I want to encourage you guys like almost like beg you guys do not take brand deals if one, they do not align well with your personal brand and two, you wouldn't buy the product yourself and use and three, if you're not being compensated for the time it creates, it takes you to create that content. I had a brand today reach out to me to do a video with their like clothes and I was like, okay, cool. They said they'd send me $100 worth of clothes, which is fine, okay? That probably cost them ten dollars to make um but then I said okay cool my rate is x y and z for a video and they said okay well we'd be sending you the clothes and then we could pay you three dollars per one thousand views and I was like so you're saying if I get ten thousand views I'm only gonna get thirty dollars like that's just so undercutting you guys like unless it's something you really 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 want and like can't live without please do not do brand deals for free because that video probably would have taken me three or four hours to create and edit and post and is three hours of my time worth thirty dollars I mean yeah if I want to get paid ten dollars an hour sure which which is fine but with my level of experience I don't want to get paid ten dollars an hour I want to get paid more than that and I can get paid more than that um so it's important not to like water down your audience with ads, just so many ads, because the more you take, the more your audience is going to be exposed to it. And you want to keep it authentic feeling that I've turned down so many ads in the last week of people just trying to send me products. So take that with a grain of salt, take that as you would like. Um, that goes for all platforms, not just TikTok. People do not want to constantly be sold to, you know, the reason stuff like direct selling gets such a bad rap is because people are constantly being sold to. So if you're monetizing your platform in a way that you're constantly selling to people without providing them any value, you are not going to grow. And that I think is another reason TikTok is placing such an emphasis on educational content. Piggybacking off of the educational content, I have already talked to several creators that are receiving income from the creator fund, and they are saying that they're only selecting creators that are making educational content. So if you have any way that you can lean into education within your platform, please do so because it's going to open up those opportunities for you. I mean, TikTok has not been quiet about the fact that they're promoting creators who are making educational content. So if that's what they want, give the people what they want. Want, okay, go check out the hashtag TikTok partner and see what's going on up in there. That's the best way for me to explain the type of content they want since those people within that hashtag are being paid to create that content. Now, uh, the individuals I spoke to that are a part of the creator fund, they have said it's not amazing money, which, you know, is to be expected. I mean, AdSense on YouTube also isn't amazing money, but it's the potential that comes along with it. So I believe there are different levels you can reach and different benefits you can reach there. 
there. So I do not have the uh, uh, really detailed details. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. But I really didn't want to invade the privacy of those creators so much to, you know, get down to the nitty gritty of how much they're making per view or how it even works. Um, but it's happening. Okay. And that's the important thing. And that's the really cool thing is that it's happening. Like this should give us hope that for the future, we will have the opportunity to get paid per view and get paid for our work no matter what, not just when it's a sponsored video or sponsored post. And I do think that in the interest of TikTok, it is to their benefit to have this feature because, you know, no one wants to be on a platform that is all promotion. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons Instagram is struggling so much right now. You know, no one wants to sit on one of these platforms and just be sold to and told to buy things all day, every day. So by promoting educational content, I mean, TikTok is literally leading with value. So while obviously comedy content is always going to be valuable and that kind of content, so is educational content. And by, by focusing and empowering educational creators, they are going to make their platform a lot more valuable, which opens up a lot more room for advertisement because if people are not only doing, let me rephrase that, because people are not only focusing on brand deals, then if they're able to make money from their views, they're a lot more empowered to create what they want to create instead of being controlled by brands paying them to make content. Does that make sense? I would love to hear your thoughts on this program, you guys. If anyone listening to this is involved in it, hit your girl up because I want to hear from you what your experience is. I was really hoping that Matt would be in the program uh, at 1.7 million, but we do not create educational content on his account. We create comedy content. So it's, <laughs> we've, we've missed the boat on that one and that's okay. I am excited for the creators that are able to benefit from this. That is so amazing and such an exciting opportunity. You know, one of the reasons I love TikTok so much is because so many creators within this platform are new creators. They're relatively new content creators. They were not huge established influences on other platforms before. So for someone to, for the first first time be able to bring in income from a social media platform is just like the most magical and special feeling. So I'm so excited for those creators out there that are benefiting from this program. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. I will catch you guys next week. I've been editing some great interviews and I'm excited for you guys to hear from more of our guests. If there's any topics you're wanting to hear on the podcast, be sure to shoot me an email or a DM on Instagram and we can chat about what you want to hear. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review in the iTunes store and let us know what you liked about the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.